Hello everyone, this is another episode of the Big Apple School podcast where the goal of this show is to help you improve your English listening skills. My name is Benjamin, I'm from London and I work here at the Big Apple School and today we have three participants. Our first participant is... Ayub with you. Welcome. And second... Uri is here. And last but not least... Maria. So welcome, welcome guys. So it's another chilly day in Novosibirsk. What's new in your lives? What's going on today? Mm. It's getting warmer this week, so it's nice for taking some walks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And what else is new? We have three black shirts today. So for those of you who are watching the video portion of this podcast, you can see our wonderful fashion choices. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah, nothing new, I guess. Yeah, nothing new. New Year is coming. Yeah, New Year's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Christmas is soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we New talked about hopes and everything. Yeah. yeah, in our previous podcast, I believe we talked about mm-hmm. the lights in the center of the city of Novosibirsk. Have you seen them, Maria? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it look, looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, like small Moscow in the center of Mini Siberia. Moscow. <laughs> Mini Moscow, yeah, that's... That's cool. Well, we mentioned in our previous podcast that Novosibirsk this year is the Russian New Year capital yeah. of this year. Yeah. I went through the list of activities. Oh, actually, I didn't find anything particularly interesting for me. So, okay. Well, what do the activities include? Uh, some workshops, I guess, and also parade and something which is called like the passing of a snowflake. Oh, party of a snowflake. Yeah, because, well, the uh, I guess the symbol of this uh, New Year's capital is a snowflake uh, made of something, I don't know, maybe wooden or... And they pass it, like, to a different uh, city every year. By the way, mm. speaking of the logo of a snowflake, have you noticed the logo of Tolmachova Airport, which is the... the... Snowflake? Yeah, it's yeah, the snowflake, snowflake, but have you looked closely at the logo? It's yeah. absolutely amazing. The snowflake is made up of planes... Oh, have you seen it? It's no. so cool. Whoa. Of course, it's cool. Of for co- you. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. It's, it's your thing. Yeah, but I, yeah. yeah. I so will check it. For those of you who are not familiar with Tomachova Airport, it's the main airport here in Novosibirsk, and they have a pretty genius graphic designer who designed the logo for the airport. So type it in on Google and let us know your thoughts in the comments section what you think of the logo, or if you know of any other cool logos that you want to share with us. Well, just some housekeeping to do for the podcast. Um, I need to mention that you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Yandex Podcasts, VK, and you can find the video version on YouTube so you can see our beautiful, (laughs) beautiful selves speaking. And black (laughs) t-shirts. And black t-shirts and a a wonderful sweater that you're wearing. Thank you. And I just want to say thank you to Valery Davidovsky. So thank you very much, Valery, for the nice long comment. And he suggested having a podcast about sleep. Um, coincidentally, we just had a podcast about sleep. So Valery, definitely recommend you check that out. But thank you very much for the long um, comment. And we very much appreciate it. And also, yeah, keep sharing your thoughts, Valery. And yeah. Try your speaking skills in the Telegram chat with us. I also want to say thank you to another commenter who has a rather difficult to pronounce username. It's user hyphen NF1RE608HI. I'm not sure what your name is, but thank you very much for saying 
Um, I adore to listen to your podcasts in app podcasts or Apple podcasts, I guess. But it's so interesting to see your emotions while you're speaking. Thank you for helping in studying English. Well, thank you very much, user hyphen nf one re six o h seven one. Maybe he's undercover or something. Mm. Yes. <laughs> It sounds like Elon Musk's son, you know. Elon Musk's son, yeah. <laughs> an automated <laughs> comment. But thank you very much. Yeah. So yeah, we appreciate that. Um, also, I want to just mention that we have a private chat for those of you who are not familiar on Telegram. And there you can get access to the after show portion of this podcast with a very useful list of vocabulary, which you can use to improve your English skills. It's really useful. Um, also, you can discuss your your thoughts and you can practice your English skills in the private chat itself on Telegram. And we recently just had a podcast about sounds, which is really interesting, given that we were talking about learning through listening. So definitely try out the private chat on Telegram. Also, other things to mention, which are really cool. We have a new kind of little podcast coming out. English idioms in 30 seconds, where you can see me discussing the various English idioms. And they're very short little podcasts, but you can find them on Apple Podcasts. And you can, yeah, you can improve your knowledge of idioms while you're brushing your teeth or while you're you know, driving or something. They're very short podcasts, but they will give you a new idiom every now and then. So be sure to check that out on the Apple Podcast channel. Also this week, we had a new format of speaking club, which was an online speaking club, which was hosted on Telegram. And Katya, who's another teacher here at Big Apple School, she hosted a podcast about myths and misconceptions about second language learning. A lot of people participated in that, which was really good. And we saw people, um, we saw people practicing their English with on um, on camera, and it was very good to build their confidence of speaking. Also, I had a speaking club on Telegram as well, which was on the topic of how to boost your English skills. And um, we can have some more speaking clubs on Telegram, so definitely stay tuned to our Telegram chat, and you can find out more information so you can be part of the conversation and can get some chances to practice your English skills with us and it's a supportive environment so you can make mistakes and not worry about what other people think. We have another comment here from Sanya Sanya who participated in the speaking club with me. Um, he said, thank you very much. It was my first speaking club with the Big Apple School. It was so cool. Now I'm studying a pre-intermediate level, but I understood almost everything, but I don't have enough confidence to speak to the audience who has a higher level than I. So I want so I want to suppose you to make one speaking club for pre-intermediate level. You guys do great work. I listen to your podcast almost every day. Sanya, Sanya, thank you very much. Do not be scared to participate. It's the best way to boost your confidence level. No one cares if you make a mistake. No one's going to point their fingers at you and get angry at you. Even if the level is higher in the speaking club, do not feel shy. Nobody's going to judge you for, for practicing your English. But thank you very much, Sanya, Sanya, for being there. Also, Olga Sviridova, who participated in um, Katya's speaking club, said, let's speak about food next time. And Katia was very excited to, to respond to that by saying, I'm all in my favorite topic. So 
yeah, thank you, Olga, for participating and for showing your face on the chat. And if you missed the speaking club, you can download the, well, not download, you can listen to the recording of the speaking club in our private Telegram chat. And there you can yeah, stay up to date with everything that we've said. So that's a lot of housekeeping, but definitely <laughs> check out our <laughs> Telegram chat for more information. So I've been walking today, got a long old walk and I saw little buildings around me. Do you like the buildings here in Novosibirsk? Oh, very few of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. very few of them. Yeah. Opera, opera house is good. The opera house is good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like the shape of churches here. The churches? Yeah, the churches. There are quite a few nice yeah. little churches here. Well, we're going to talk about architecture today, as you might have guessed by the introduction <laughs> to this conversation. <laughs> yes. There's a church in the center of a town. Is that the one you mean? There is one like next to, like not so far from here. It's uh, You take the metro one station and it is mm-hmm. an Orthodox uh, church. Yes. Next to the park where there are some squirrels there. Oh, squirrels. Do you feed squirrels the squirrels? Everywhere. Yeah, I feed them. <laughs> <laughs> I usually go and feed them there. Yes. Yeah, there's a few good churches here. So, Maria, do you go to the churches ever? <clears throat> well, from time to time. Uh, I mean, uh, if I'm in a new city, I would probably consider uh, entering a church uh, or cathedral, especially if it is a historical one, like if it has some historical value. Because, well, I like the interior and the exterior also. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Orthodox churches are more or less similar, but some of them are very different. For example, once I have been uh, in Kronstadt, if you know, it's near St. Petersburg. And uh, uh, there they have a very interesting marine cathedral. It looks very different from uh, typical Russian churches because it has this um, navy, uh, um, well, I don't know, interior. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, I know you recently went to Kaliningrad. How different is the architecture there from the rest of Russia? I guess it is uh, more similar to the European architecture uh, because, well, they still have some... Well, the city was pretty much destroyed uh, 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 by the end of the Second World War, but they still have some villas, for example, built by, I guess, Germans. And uh, mm, the cathedral was restored. It was destroyed, but then it was restored. It looks pretty impressive. I think probably it's the gothic style, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's supposed to... Does it have like a feeling... Do you feel like you're in old Germany or in the Weimar Republic or whatever I could imagine that. I, I haven't been to any type of Germany, either old <laughs> or new, but I, I, yeah, I can imagine that it's something like this. It feels like, it feels like a very interesting combination of Soviet Union plus modern Russia plus old European city. So, yeah. hmm, interesting. Yeah, because I went, recently went to Dirbent, if you know, in, in Dagestan. Mm-hmm. It's right next to the Azerbaijan border mm-hmm. and, and Russia. It's so amazing. The architecture there is like Iranian or Persian, I would say. I can't really describe it. And it, it didn't feel like I was in Russia. It was so amazing. and But yet everyone spoke Russian and there were Russian signs everywhere and it was so cool. I felt like in a different world from Novosibirsk. But what do you like the architecture here? Are you in Novosibirsk? Like, generally speaking, uh, you can say no 
Because it's not only about Novosibirsk. I don't like uh, the buildings in big cities. Like it's yeah. just cubes and you build them, you know. I don't like such things. But yeah. uh, I am more into old stuff. Yeah. yeah. Old, old style architecture, yeah. Old stuff. What it's, about you? Yeah. What about you? Or are you more of an old? I guess I like the Soviet buildings, like the classical Soviet buildings. Like I, I don't, I don't too. know the name of it, but the specific kind of nine-floor building or eight-floor buildings. What's yeah. the name of it D- in Russia? Tashki, yeah. I, I guess. Or Maria, yeah. That's... I guess so. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think we call them panelne tashka. Yeah. If if it is what you are talking about, you mean just gray uh, nine-floor buildings? Yeah, yeah that, t- kind typical. of a typical Soviet era kind of buildings they're kind of cool they're so cool they're cool right why I, I, I like, they're so gloomy they are gloomy but they have the inside it's like a gem it's like a yeah, pearl yeah. the way people take care of their apartments generally speaking so it looks so brutal on the outside and and harsh and but it's an warm inside in a kind of right like yeah. a small living area for you only for you in a way so that's why Yeah. Yeah, I think I, we, I like those we also have a very typical uh Soviet uh uh which is called panelka or panelny dom. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. I think uh five stories and uh sometimes it's made of brick, sometimes it's it's made of like panels. Panels. So yeah. you can easily assemble them in yeah, a short time. But so it that's, was, that's that's the point, right? Yeah, it was in the times of Khrushchev, I yes. guess. Yes, they also called well are Khrushchevki, they're always the five story mm. ones. I live in uh, uh, a four uh, floors, four yeah. floor mm-hmm. building, which is also maybe they just <laughs> ran out of bricks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Like all houses are five stories and uh, have five stories, and my house is like four. Yeah, four. Well, mm-hmm. would you prefer to live in a Stalin car, which was mm-hmm. of course from the Stalin age, mm. um, which is more ornate but older, or would you prefer to live in a Uh, I would prefer to live in Stalinka. Yeah. Because these houses are mm, more <clears throat> interesting from the uh, outer side and they also have uh, better and more thoughtful <clears throat> planning inside. High ceilings, big windows and mm. good bathroom. Sometimes even bathroom with a window. For example, my grandmother and grandfather in Novokuznetsk lived in a house which was built in 1937 mm-hmm. or 1934. And now it is considered an architectural monument of the, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. on the original level. Historical building. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it is under protection. Mm-hmm. In so in England, we have these buildings called well, the UK, these buildings called grade listed buildings. Mm-hmm. And you could have a grade one listed building or a grade two listed mm-hmm. building. I can't remember which one is which, but one means that you can, um, you can't touch it at all. You can't change yeah, anything yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, instance, yeah. the same in Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. For instance, Big mm-hmm. Ben, you can't, mm-hmm. you could not touch it except to make repairs, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Grade, grade two, you It's can. It's not do... like Big Ben, of course, yeah. <laughs> the house where my grandparents live. So, <laughs> but, but you yeah. can't maybe yeah. uh, put air conditioning on the uh, building or maybe change the color or. Yeah, you can refurbish it. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but yeah, even please. even if you are the owner, you cannot touch it. Yeah, in England, yeah. If you buy, I can't remember if it's a grade one or a grade two, but if you buy the more protected version, you can't really touch it. I at think all. it makes sense because yeah. one building, another building, and they all form the unity of the city, yeah. and that's why, for example, Novosibirsk is quite a difficult city to look at. 
because it consists of patches, mm-hmm. small mm-hmm. patches, and nothing. Not, uh, not, no yeah. unity. Mm-hmm. Not, 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 no. But one, yeah, one yeah. thing I really admire about the and the Divyatitashki is mm-hmm. how quickly they were built and how, yeah, yeah, yeah. how in several days, I yeah, think. Mm-hmm. And how ge- the genius of the design is is amazing. And even though they might look ugly from the outside, they just they have such a history to them and. And it's it's amazing. Like I've heard somewhere that the staircases were designed to be um, just wide enough to fit a coffin. So if someone oh, dies, you can, you can bring a coffin downstairs without problems. problems. And, yeah, and how how these buildings also have the garbage chutes, which mm-hmm. are the garbage pipes. Um, does in your... Khrushchevki, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, only in uh, this uh, newer. Um, DVT Tashki, yeah, yeah. Uh, which were built, I think they are Brezhnevki. Yeah, from the Brezhnev Yeah, era, because yeah. DVT Tashki, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, from the Brezhnev time. Like, first it was the Stalin uh, Empire architecture uh, or like mm, kind of Soviet neoclassicism. Uh, they were big, prominent, nice buildings. You can see some of them, for example, in Moscow. And, well, they are kind of decorated. Then, <clears throat> after, <clears throat> sorry, after Stalin's death, Khrushchev took uh, over the country and he uh, said, like, now we are going to fight all these ornaments and uh, architectural abundance. We don't need it. We need simplicity, utility. We need it to be cheaper and faster. Minimalistic. And then, yeah, minimalistic. And then Brezhnev and um, he started, well, not he, but <laughs> they started to build this yeah. DVT Tashka. Yes. I guess I would translate just nine-story yeah. building. building. Yeah. But I mean, if you say Brezhnevka, uh, Khrushchevka, Tashka, it is like more Russian cultural Russian context. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because exactly. when we say dacha, we understand that it's it's not just a summer house, it's dacha. You're right. When, when's, when's trying to explain these terms to English people, it's better to just keep the Russian word. For instance, if, well, in... in um, Novosibirsk, we have this famous road, Krasny Prospect. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't translate it as Red Prospect. I would just leave it as Krasny Prospect. Yeah, especially yeah. if someone is uh, sending you some mail or parcel. They, I mean, the parcel would never come to you if it yeah. was sent to Red Avenue. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Even the south of it is beautiful, Krasny Prospect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great. It is. Yeah. Speaking of architecture, it is. So, have you had a walk down the whole? Um, Krasny Prospect. Not the whole of it, but uh, I saw some stuff there. But I don't remember, t- to be like honest, exactly. That's right. But I remember that I liked it very much. The, there was also like a big square also where I walked. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, the thing about, uh, like I said this before, uh, for me, when I am in a city like Novosibirsk or like a big city, okay, I don't pay attention to uh, architecture. But whenever I see something old, I... I get very interested in that mm. thing. Like I told you about the church, about uh, yeah. some other uh, like old houses from uh, this place you can read when they were like built. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there is uh, something like university here, for example, just next to uh, a Big Apple School. And I thought it's a normal building. Then uh, they told me that, no, it's a university. So uh, that's why I said like uh, such type of, Architecture, I, I don't support it because 
university should look like university and <laughs> yeah. uh, you yeah. mean columns more yeah, columns exactly. make it yeah. more university <laughs> well there is a, <laughs> a Greek the, tra- type, you know, yeah. the transport university have you seen that Maria sorry the transport university here in Novosibirsk they have beautiful big pillars yes Dusik Kovalchuk Street I can't remember exactly because I, I'm a bit confused yeah because I'm not a native so I believe it's oh yeah of course you're from Novokuznetsk yeah mm-hmm. I believe it's more well, it's, it's north on the right side so maybe towards Alsovsky maybe a bit further uh-huh. from yeah Zof- I think I think I know what you're talking about yeah. yeah yeah because I remember one university looks yeah looks very nice and it has lots of campuses and yeah yeah monument yeah. monumental monumental huh? yeah a group of students last year um invited me out on a walk and they took me there it was really nice it's a really cool building and there was also this dom culturi which is like I culture guess. house exactly well, well done yeah, <laughs> I, I learned it, I learned it. <laughs> <laughs> and it had this beautiful old stalin era um architecture to it which is really cool mm-hmm. right next to the university yeah because stalin wanted to show the whole world that like soviet people can do things yes mm-hmm. yeah the, the very ornate buildings the stalin era buildings I, I sorry i remember one building i watched the video on youtube the, the building was kind of a circular have you ever heard heard about it it's like um, it was a kind of unique so soviet era architecture but it was kind of a project and they couldn't finish it so ooh. circular building like nearly mm-hmm. thousand people can live in it but they they've never finished it they couldn't finish it do you mean like circular like the perimeter yes 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 it? yes yes oh cool so do you know anything about that it no it, it was it was in a video about and soviet union era so i was into it so yeah where they, like, oh, wow that was cool where they wanted to house like a hundred thousand people or something crazy like that yeah kind of a circle and perimeter as, as you said so It was interesting. Well, I know in St. Petersburg there's like a new residential building which houses mm-hmm. I think it's a few several 10,000s of people. It's absolutely in huge. In the same complex. Yeah, in the same complex. It's mm. absolutely huge. Would would you guys like to live in a building that has mm. over 20,000 people? No, no absolutely no, no, not. No. 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 So scary, so depressing. Not for me. Yeah. It's like kind of like Black Mirror yeah. in a way. <laughs> And insecure also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to see the sky at least once a day. Yeah, yeah. Hong Kong was like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, so did you... Coffin houses, yeah. Oh, cool. Did you have experience renting yeah, a place? Yeah, I, I visited Hong Kong cool. and I visited that coffin houses place. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was a nightmare, you know? Yeah. Like two or three square meters, people trying to live. Like in think about this room and it's kind of divided into four or five and <laughs> everyone needs to just live into the cubicles and they yeah, need to do cubicles. everything into that area, including their toilets and everything. So oh that was kind of, oh. And uh, you pay like a big yeah, like, of money. Like 1500 or something for two square meter How room. do they sleep? Like bulk beds? Yes, in a way. So that if you are sleeping by yourself, you are privileged. <laughs> like a 95% of people like sharing this like a dorm like but like a cramped environment yeah. you know? so it that's was incredible kind of, I'd have a panic attack for this yeah, <laughs> yeah I, attack, I would exactly. definitely yeah, yeah something like that yeah yeah it's kind of getting like that in New York and mm-hmm. London as mm-hmm. well where real estate is so expensive so expensive, so expensive. Mm-hmm. So expensive. 
yeah. Well, I love, well, speaking of New York, I love New York's architecture, even though it has this mix of like older, well, early 20th century mix or even 19th century as well mixed with. Mm-hmm. I guess it has bits of like Art Deco style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For example, Empire State Building or Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Yeah, New York is absolutely amazing if you go there. It's just overwhelming how, in a in a good way, like how big the buildings are. And yeah, but living there is just outrageously expensive. That <laughs> you literally live in a cubicle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you have like an order. And paying lots of rent. So. Yeah. I saw some documentaries. They're like studio flats, mm-hmm. like a small studio flat with yeah. uh, two thousand dollars. Oh, even more oh, now. Yeah. Even more. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's really like two thousand dollars will get you like a place of rats, and maybe. Studio. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to live in New York, but it's just not viable at all, mm. unfortunately. Yeah. Well, if you could choose one city for its architecture which city would it be in russia anywhere i would like to speak about russia for st petersburg go for it's really, it yeah. yeah it's really beautiful mm-hmm. have you been there no not yet but i will uh, in june i think yeah in russia i guess it is uh, the most beautiful city in terms mm-hmm. of uh, like this architectural ensemble the because, hermitage like, there is yeah. it's all put together very very nicely and but, uh, what I liked about it is that how it was built, you know, historically speaking, uh, Peter the Great and how he, it's like he did everything, you know, like uh, the documentary I saw, if I am not wrong, it's like he had a lot of uh, tasks to do only by himself. Like he had ideas and he put them into architecture, into art, into even like the style of wearing, dressing up, okay? So uh, the Hermitage was his, uh, I think it was his idea, right? So, yeah, as I saw in the, this documentary, it was like a three-hour documentary. And uh, it's really fascinating how a human brain can build all of this. And when uh, when I saw it, it's like it attracted me. Like, I really want to be there. So mm-hmm. in June, I will have the chance. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. definitely recommended. Sandy Peter the Great was yeah. such a boss, like how he yeah, went around Europe and brought all of it back to um, to, to Russia. Yeah. In I, in I, like, uh, if I speak globally, I would prefer Switzerland with those, uh, you know, houses on hills, you know, mm, wooden yeah, houses. Mountain, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, chalets mm, or cabins, chalets, yeah. yeah. Wooden cabins, yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool. As opposed to Hong Kong, for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can be relaxed. Yeah. yeah. But what, well, you were in Vietnam for a while. What was the architecture like there? Oof. It it was kind of mixed. So pre-colonial era, like the French colonial era, they have lots of examples of French colonial architecture than their traditional Vietnamese architecture. So it's kind of mixed. Plus, you can also see American complexes in Saigon. So because it's kind of it was kind of occupied by American in a way. So yeah, Saigon was complete a mixture of it, but Hanoi was more traditional more kind of like Vietnamese Vietnamese kind of and if you can choose one place just based on its architecture where would in, you in Russia or anywhere anywhere Any- in Europe I would say Prague yeah that's a pretty cool place actually. It's, that's a nice nice city to live in and in Asia I would go for Bangkok I guess Bangkok but Bangkok was good is good yeah oh, was, so is the architecture old school or is it kind of like Vietnam where you have a mixture of 
it's a kind of a mixture of it. So in the city center, it's co- complete like high rises and everything, and you can find anything that you want in there, like a big city life. But like slums, suburbs, all right, that's kind of. Well, I don't know too much about the history of Thailand. I know the Japanese tried to mm-hmm. colonize it. Did the French have anything to do with Thailand, or they just went to Vietnam and Cambodia? French only. French were only in Cambodia and and Vietnam. Yeah, as far as I know, but not in Thailand. Oh, okay. and Laos too. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably just more of like a Japanese influence, maybe, exactly. and I guess a local influence mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I would love to say the Netherlands. It's my favorite. Has my favorite architecture of the whole world. It's. Like the channels and everything, you mean? The canals. The canals, the, canals, sorry, the, canals the, yeah. yeah, the canals, the, the houses. The houses are made in the center of a city of beautiful mm-hmm. materials. Some houses are made from old ships, which are deconstructed, and they mm-hmm. take the wood, and they're slanted, the slanted houses. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just absolutely stunning. Cool. The Netherlands, yeah. Netherlands. And it's not just Amsterdam, it's Utrecht. Delft. Rotterdam. Uh, Rot- mm. Yeah, Rotterdam's more industrial, but it's still really cool really, as well. Yeah. Like a port city, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. But Delft, I think, is has the best architecture of mm. any place I've ever seen. It's absolutely stunning. What mm. about the architecture in Manchester? It's pretty old school. Is it also yeah. like industrial? Yeah, in like a cool 19th century way. Yeah. Manchester mm. has some pretty cool buildings, um, like terraced houses. Which are pretty mm-hmm. cool. Well, I believe you know about terraced houses and yeah. yeah. Going back to Vietnam, mm-hmm. uh, there is a city called Damat there, right? Damat. Damat or Danang? No, it's like D A M A T, something like this. Dalat. Ah, da, with Dalat. Yeah, yes, with the coffee, cent- coffee center. Yeah, of Vietnam. I I've seen it like long time ago. Uh, there was something called a crazy house. Crazy yeah, house. it's actually, they call it the crazy house, but it's an extension of a hotel. And this architecture doesn't exist on our planet. It's like it's from another planet, like a science fiction <laughs> stuff, you know? Oh, really? I, yes. I never heard of it. It's shapeless and it's uh, like really weird. And it's a hotel. You can rent uh, like uh, rooms there. You can, it's a tourist attraction. Oh my, you know, yeah. you know more cool. than I do. <laughs> but now I just watch a lot of documentaries cool. and I have seen it before. Cool. I, Is it like some actually, kind of a futuristic style? More than futuristic. It looks like ancient and futuristic at the same time. It's like from another planet. What is the name of the house? The Crazy House. Yeah, we need to. The Crazy House. I, I, Check I, it I out. Need, I need to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So? We'll look it up. I, I, I never heard of it. Dalat. Yeah, Dalat is kind of city like in highlands. Yeah. The climate is completely different than the rest of the Vietnam. So you can you can make kind of terrace, like you can raise other products that you can't usually do it in, in Vietnam. So it's a kind of coffee epicenter of Vietnam, but I, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's really so, interesting. Yes. And it's uh, it. like it was constructed in 1990. And even now they are still extending it further. Okay. Yeah, it's really... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. Nice new information. Thank you, Abe. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah. What, what would you choose, Maria? Uh, what was the question? Oh, what, which city? Yeah, which city? Like in Russia, I guess, St. Petersburg. Or, or yeah. just anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world? I don't know. I just must see London. <laughs> Because I'm an English teacher. It's a must. Mm-hmm. Yeah. London does have some pretty London cool is architecture. Too, yeah. 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 yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it is pretty damn good, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I mean, I still prefer the Netherlands because it's so homely and cozy and mm. everything. But London has some magnificent buildings all around town. Do you have anything to say about the architecture in Brazil? Oh, good, good mm-hmm. points. Yeah, Brazil's quite interesting. It has, especially the capital city. I've never been there, but it's called Brasilia, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of brutalist architecture. Is it the same like kind of Russian modernism and constructivism? Um, in, it's not too dissimilar. It's quite similar in many ways. Brutalism is just slabs of concrete mm. in many ways, which I guess you can draw parallels between mm-hmm. the two. Um, I'm not an art historian, and I'm sure some art historians might get angry if you <laughs> say the slightest yeah, we wrong. Are, we are not experts, yeah, but like it looks more like constructivism yeah. or modernism than, let's say, gothic or baroque or yes. something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Definite. Mm-hmm. Brutalist architecture is pretty interesting. I am personally a fan of it, but I can understand why people absolutely hate it. And it's um, it's really cold and brutal, as the name says. Mm-hmm. And what about the inside of the houses? Are they also cold and brutal? Well, generally oh, speaking, I mean, it's such a hot country that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, you, yeah <laughs> that you can deal with a bit of cold. <laughs> well, Brazil has a huge range of architecture and it can be stunning. I know towards the south of Brazil, I haven't really explored that part, but you have some more European influences and colonial influence from the Portuguese Mm -hmm. and maybe some German German Nazis and (laughs) Mm. (laughs) maybe not actually Nazi architecture but um, I guess it's in Argentina right well Argentina Brazil had a lot of Nazis Mm -hmm. flee there Mm -hmm. but and do do they have something like very traditional very well definitely towards actually not toward just towards the south you do have some traditional architecture I I believe there are some old German buildings around the country Mm -hmm. Brazil's a really fascinating place because you have so many different cultures from all over the world living there. They ha- At one point, they had the second biggest um, Japanese population in the world. It's not, I believe it's different nowadays, but at one point they had, yeah, a huge Japanese population and they definitely had some kind of an influence. Sao Paulo, the city I was born in, they, the Japanese completely overhauled the city's infrastructure and... Yeah, and made it much better in many ways. But I lived there as a child, so I didn't really pay too much attention to it. But yeah, Brazil's a pretty cool country in terms of architecture. It's some pretty wild mixtures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So what about, um, does architecture make you depressed if, you, if you're around depressing buildings? Yeah. Brutalism, of yeah. course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Or like a coffin houses in Hong Kong, so <laughs> you don't want to be there, you know. You yeah. don't want to live there. So That's it's kind of a clinical sp- depression. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a depressing. So what, what can you do to improve someone's mood who has no choice but to live in a coffin? You should take Zanac. Yeah, that that works. That works. Maybe put some plants inside of the house. Mm. For some people, it works. Or like try to make the interior yeah a more vivid and or fragrance bright. yeah just make it relaxing kind of smells so you can yeah. just ease down uh-huh. <laughs> anyways yeah For some Meditation. reason i i just get such a adrenaline rush from the old soviet buildings mm. that 
I, I can't explain why I love them so much. I, I don't really understand it, but... Are you into history? I, I enjoy it. I mean, I'm far from an expert. So maybe that's the reason. Like, sometimes you feel the greatness of what uh, the people who preceded us, like, mm. achieved, you know? Yeah. And do you feel the same if you look at something like maybe more Greek-Roman classical architecture, like Colosseum? Oh, I absolutely appreciate it. Yeah, I I guess so. Yeah, the Colosseum is absolutely stunning. Yeah, in Rome. Or Parthenon in Greece. Yes, I've Mm. never been there. Have you been there? Yes, that's that's, that's quite cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to check it out. What did it evoke? What did it make you cry? No, no, and it's, oh, that's, that's a nice tone. That's cool. That's a civilization. Yeah, let's let's start it all there. So, all right, let's go back. It's a nice tone. Yeah, so, yeah, a, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it's a nice city, Greece. Athens is a gr- nice city. I'd love to check it yeah. out. Yeah. Well, does Algeria have a lot of historical buildings? Yeah, yeah sure, sure. It's really very rich of history from the Roman Empire, from the Spaniards, from the French, from the Ottomans. Uh, so, for example, if I speak about my city, if you walk there in one city, like side by side, you can see the Ottoman construction, you can see the Spaniard constructions, you can see the French ones, and uh, we have also a landmark on top of a mountain. It, it covers the like the whole view. It's called Santa Cruz. So it is built. Yeah, it's a statue, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's built on the top of a mountain. So uh, wherever you go in my city, you cannot get lost because it just it lifts your head up and you can see the, the your way. You know, plus a compass and all that. Yes, uh-huh. yes. And uh, some people they they get confused when they come to my city. They think it's uh, it's European. But this was uh, due to colonialism. So, uh, for example, the French stayed in my country for 131 years. Uh, before them, the Spaniards for some years also, the Ottomans. Uh, but for Ottomans, it was actually something different. It wasn't uh, colonialism. It wasn't uh, with the war. Just, uh, you know, uh, protection and stuff. All right? Like this. And uh, we had also the Byzantines in the past. So, um, Algeria wasn't like a stable place. Like every some years, we have colonialism there. Like, uh, so um, we have also the cathedral. In uh, the, we have a synagogue and the cathedral side by side. Oh, so, cool! Mm-hmm. Yeah, the synagogue was built by Jewish people there. We had Jewish people, and there was a cathedral uh, which was built by the French people. So uh, it's amazing if you just take a walk for half an hour, you can see all of this stuff. All of this all stuff. All mixed. In a yes, hour. in half an hour, mm-hmm. it's in the city center. And also, um, you can see a lot of uh, statues from uh, from the Renaissance period, right? Like the uh, angels and such stuff. Yeah. So it really is worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really nice. And is this? Are you talking about in Algiers or are you talking about Oran? Uh, Oran, 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 yeah, my your city. hometown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oran. Uh-huh. Cool. For Algiers, something different. You can see some stuff like this, but not so much. Yeah. And uh, if you want to check some. Um, like Roman ruins, mm-hmm. you have to go to the Sahara and some uh, places there. So we have some uh, Roman ruins. Romans were there. They settled down. They had irrigation system. They had uh, commerce there. They had, like, we have some history about it. Um, and if you go further into um, the south, there is, uh, they, they have discovered recently uh, a city. It's called the city of Safar. City of Safar. 
It's actually from the Stone Age, something like this. And uh, there are some, uh, not caves, but some some uh, drawings on walls of these megalithic constructions. Yes, it's a big Stone city. It's a big city in the middle of the Sahara, which is very hot. So uh, even now, people, they don't live there. They cannot live there. But th- these people, they live there. And so you can see uh, it's really rich. That's so cool. I'd mm-hmm. love to check it out. Yeah. Never, never been there. I've been to Egypt, but I've never been to... Yeah. Is it, is it, is it completely problem, different? It's completely different. The problem, uh, I have been discussing this with my friends all the time. Why isn't Algeria famous with this? Because uh, of the government. So, uh, for example, there was an American YouTuber. He found himself in Algeria by mistake. He was in Morocco, so yeah. And he said, this is a lost world that we have to show to the world. To the rest so of the world. it's not being kind of promoted. You know? Yeah, for example, uh, they, I don't know, like they have this system that uh, they are preservers, you know, like preservants. Mm-hmm. They, they like to preserve themselves, you know, to corner themselves uh, and uh, to cut themselves off the world, you know, the government, I mean, not the people. So maybe that's why. For example, they don't support tourism. Maybe that could be a cool thing to check out. Yeah. And like, like mm-hmm. I don't want to be around other tourists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes tourists just spoil everything. No, but uh, we as Algerians, we don't support this. We want, uh, we want from people to see and to come and see, you know. Because it's Experience really... Experience. Yeah, the, the, the culture, country, the, mm. everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. The history, the culture... I'm sure there's a lot to see. It's a huge country, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And, but I guess most of most of it's in the northern part. But uh, most of the culture, culturally worthy stuff's in the northern part of northern Algeria. Part, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. The southern bit is just desert, isn't it? But there, there are some cultures there also of uh, Tuareg, we, we call them. Tuareg. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know, actually. Tuareg, they are uh, tribes that move around the Sahara and they are like human GPS. So you know the human thing. GPS. <laughs> I swear, yes. That's so you know, cool. Yeah, they, uh, for example, if you take a GPS with you in the Sahara, you will get lost because uh, there are some places with they don't have internet. Okay. Yeah. We have we have special devices of satellite uh, GPS, but uh, they are used only by uh, by the army, the military personnel. Cool. And um, but these people, Tuareg, they move around and. If the uh, so sometimes the military asks for their help, no way. Oh, I swear, cool. yes, I swear. Like they, I it's just, like Sherpas in Nepal, yeah. Yeah, really, they are really skilled because they were. It's their ground. You know? I just remember there's yeah. a Volkswagen car Tuareg. Yeah, Volkswagen. A Volkswagen. Tuareg, yeah, like there's a Tuareg. SUV, yeah. right? Maybe their name. Maybe that car is named yeah, yeah, yeah. after mm-hmm. the. Ah, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's named after them. Navigator yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah. Thing. it's uh, it's named after them. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh. oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I, yeah, Algeria needs to be visited. Yeah. It needs to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should be the minister of tourism for. <laughs> I, I would change for everything. That was a good, good presentation. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would change everything. Believe huh? me. <laughs> Open the doors. What for are you for next one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, maybe in the after show, maybe we can talk a bit about Turkey and Turkey's architecture. Perhaps yeah, we can do yeah, that because yeah. yeah, yeah. there's a, mm-hmm. definitely a lot to say about that. So. Guys, thank you very much for listening to the podcast right to the end and definitely check out our website, which is www.bigappleschool.com and there you can find articles, more podcasts, videos and other cool stuff. Definitely share your comments in the comment section. 
give us some suggestions for future podcasts or if you have questions or you want to practice your english definitely yeah definitely give it a try in the comment section like i said earlier also check out our private chat where you can get access to the vocabulary list of words that were discussed in this podcast and of course you can see the after show segment so guys thank you very much and we'll thank see you, you next thank time you. thank you see you bye